Ladies and gentlemen, it has finally arrived. The 13th episode. The lucky, lucky 13, 13 of Hef, Sam, and Dan on Demand. I'm your host for this episode, Evan Heffelfinger. I am, uh, as Stephen Newsman said, the executive producer of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network uh, over Joe Radio. Uh, we have Sam Schmitz, who is, are you still the Taysom Hill? No, I have Who no, are you now? I, I are you just not. a Swiss Army knife again? Yeah. Okay. okay. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know who I he's am. He's the LeBron James. No, he's no, positionless. no, 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 no. He's no. positionless. We don't have to get existential. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Swiss Army knife. Okay. Okay. And we have Dan Plucker, the executive producer of the Wendy's Big That's Show. That's a real executive producer tag, though. I'm the host. So gonna, <laughs> fine. I'm, just gonna, I'm the executive producer of the Cutting Edge Outdoor Show. How do you There feel you now? go. <laughs> There you go. You're the CEO so of CEO. CEO of CEO. <laughs> um, they have a nickname that I did not realize existed until today. What? The oh, the, we the, can't. We say can't it. say it. He didn't know about the fishing. Uh, the the fun the, word. Nickname oh yeah, the fish. Everybody calls the them fish that. pluckers. How yeah. did you not know that? I had never heard that before. I've only worked that. Oh jeez, oh, it's empty. It's That's empty. Good. Thank God. <laughs> I've only worked that show once. So like. I didn't know that they had. But you haven't this heard any classic, of us talk no, about it ever. Literally never in the year and a half I've been here. I've never once heard well, somebody call them the fish plot. We say it out of love because we love those guys. Um, we're a, a what nine days into no sports at this point. I think so. Right around it was that last Wednesday. So. Yeah, nine days. Yeah. This is something I wanted to talk about last podcast, but I'm bringing it up now because I'm hosting and I'm gonna get a full ego trip out of this. Don't you worry. What are you guys gonna do? Or what, what have you been doing? What have you or been doing? What are you going to do this weekend? Well, it's like Bill yesterday, he did a full hour and I, I made it the 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 podcast uh, notes. I just said the title was, what's up? <laughs> it's just like, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, what are you watching? What are you passing the time with? How will you be passing the time? I'm curious. It's only been nine days and I'm running out of everything that I thought I would be doing that I would be enjoying like I was telling you guys before I'm not a video game like nerd or anything but like I do enjoy like playing 2k you know MLB and Madden stuff like that I'm kind of a nerd and me too to be honest I'm already kind of I was telling you guys before I'm already a little video game fatigued which right. is crazy because I've never been fatigued that like, means I'm, you need a new video game maybe but at the same time enough money to buy a video game that's also that's, a good point. Yeah, yeah. so we're kind of stuck with what we got. And uh, Call of Duty Warzone's free. That's also true, yes. Oh, yeah, I do have that. Um, but also... Never like, played it, but I have it. It is fun. Okay. It is fun. But movies and, like, video games... Or not video games, sorry. <laughs> movies and TV shows, like, I was telling you guys before, also, I'm, like, already kind of, like, reaching the end of the road. But I might... Should we save this for later in the segment? Like, what I'm going to do? Sure. No. Okay, Sure. Damn, what so have what, you been up to? What have you been up to? Been up to See, Mr. thankfully Plucker. for me, we're still working. Evan and I are still working every day. Yeah. Um, and sorry that's not the case for Sam, but the, uh, Evan and I both have been still coming in every single day for the Bill Michael show and the big show, respectively. And because of that, I've been working still. So that's right. been really nice for me. But when it comes to off the air time um, and outside of show prep and stuff like that, I've uh, been putting a lot of work in over at Maze and Brew, which is where I write as well. If you're a Michigan fan, go ahead and follow me there. Uh, at Dan Plucker as well, P-L-O-C-H-E-R. I'm going to change that. Um, I'm going to change my tag to at Dan on the fan, which I ha- I separ- made a separate account for. Mm. Um, okay. But that way it's so much easier because I feel like people are just like, hey, follow me on Twitter, at Dan on the fan. 
Boom. Okay. It's that quick. Yeah. Instead of having to spell out plucker because nobody ha- knows how to knows yeah, how to pluck and true. spell that. That's what's so, haha. Evan Heff? At Evan Heff twenty five. Yeah, mine's not great. Mine's Sam double underscore Schmitz because Sam Schmitz is taken. Uh-oh. Sam <laughs> underscore Schmitz is taken. Schmitty is taken. Dang, and most people dang. don't know how to spell Schmitz right, so I right. think I might need to do something similar. Okay. Yeah, Sam on the fan would work too. Yeah. But it's not are, as good as but Dan. But then you're copying. Yeah, then you're copying yeah. me. Yeah, so I get that. And that's plagiarism. You can get in trouble. At for Sports that. Sam. No. Sammy Sports? Come on. No. Come God. On. Come on. We're better than this. <laughs> he's not a four- I don't know. I'm he's trying to help him out. He's not better a, than this, Dan. He's not a 14-year-old that has right. a YouTube okay, but, channel. Jeez. Okay. Wow. I just C- got CEO absolutely Sam. Got crapped roasted. on. How about um, that? CB- CEO Sam? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so. Uh, Cutting edge Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swiss Army Sam. Uh, That's the nickname on the uh, podcast. No? Uh, it's still not? It, ha- it has to come naturally. Okay. Uh, Schmitzy? No, Schmitzy, <laughs> Schmitzy. Well, pe- people don't know how to spell Schmitz right, dude. That's like fair. people, th- people start. With, I'm like, surprised Chuck can pronounce people it. People start with S H, and it's like, no, nah, there's a C in there, man. No, That's no, fair. No, it's frustrating. Yikes. So, so what have as, you been so doing? As for me, so anyway, uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't finish. So I, I've been uh, putting a lot of. Uh, sorry, I totally just cut you off. That was a really <laughs> jerk move, and I would not mean for it to be. Well, because no. you're the executive producer, yeah, you can. No, right, I guess it's so. The Eagle yeah, Fest, <laughs> of course. So yeah, I. Uh, I've been doing the stuff at Maze and Brew, and then also um, thinking about starting to do my taxes. I haven't actually started them yet, and uh, playing video games and uh, watching Cheers with my wife, because that is our show right now. What games do you play? I play uh, Madden, 2K, Rocket League, and Fortnite, and then occasionally Warzone as well. And a little bit of Rainbow Six. Uh, PlayStation, right. Oh, why haven't you added me? What? All right, we'll, do this. we'll, do, this. Yeah, we'll do this after the podcast. Okay, sounds I'm good. We're both on I don't have to. I don't have the new. What the hell? Though. Played together. What the yeah. hell, guys? How many times have I told you I play PlayStation? Yeah, yeah, but like, I, I why think we we've like, had this discussion oh, before. Dan and I played but the other day. Have, yeah, we did this past weekend. I have mm-hmm. questions. Um. Yeah, but I I have like a core group of people that I play Fortnite with on a very regular mm-hmm. occasion, which sounds really dweeby, but like. I don't know. It's fun. It's fair. Like, I mean, I did that in college all the time. Really, the only reason why I do it is because I, it's how I stay connected with my specific friend group. Yeah, so, right. like, that's fair. I don't know. When we haven't moved to a different game, because, like, honestly, we all get super fed up with Fortnite a ton. But, oh, like, yeah, I remember from my time, it was bad. But, like, we just, it's just what we do. So, like, you're judge, we're judgment free here. Okay. Right. Somewhat. Thanks. It's listen, just that the people who listen, listen the two I, people I who have, listen might not be judgment free. I have free. three platinum trophies on PlayStation, like completed every mm-hmm. game. One is MLB The Show 18. Okay. One is Rainbow Six Siege, my favorite game. Yes. Um, Which and I'm trying to learn. So I'll talk to you about that okay. in a second because I'm going to get into what I've been doing. Uh, and three is Minecraft. Okay. Which, it gets a bad rap. It does. It's one of the most calming video games you can ever play, honestly. Okay. I've played it a couple times. I'd recommend it. I was much younger, but I've played it. Getting every achievement for that game was a lot of fun. I bet. Um, But, so are you, is that what you've been up to? Yeah, that's kind of the gist of everything. How about you? So I, pretty much has still been business as usual for me. Like, yeah, working here, but I still have my job at Home Depot, so I'm working six to seven days a week. So nothing's and really changed for really you. Really, the only much. thing that has changed is I don't go home and watch Bucks games anymore. Yeah. Like, I... That's a sad thing, though. Right. It, it's sad, but it's not like... Like, I still... Like, I'm doing better than I expected. I'm not getting all of the sports that I'm used to, so I like I'm missing that, like, that little... That substance. Mm-hmm. But I'm really not... Like, it hasn't thrown off my routine that much. 
Um, it does suck not having Bucks games, but I've been watching Better Call Saul in replacement of it. Very good show. I've never seen it. Very you'd, good. You'd like it. Okay. I watched the first season. Vince Gilligan is a, a genius. Yeah. It's good acting. Is it comedy? No. Uh, well, no. there is. It's, it's a little bit. Okay. Did you watch Breaking Bad? No. Well. It's basically like action. I, but I've seen the first episode, and then my wife was like, yeah, you nope. And I was well, like, really? So that's the thing. Yeah, there were boobs in the first episode. Yeah. That's the last time. Like, because the, they okay. thought they thought the show was going to be on HBO, so they oh, went all out for the first episode. Okay, everything else after that, it's one of the most incredible TV That's shows. That's what everybody of all time. says. I want to watch. Really, it really, really is. Uh, Mad Men under re- quarantine. That might be the I, show that we. I watch. recommend Mad Men as well. That's probably my favorite show of all time. Okay, Mad Men, so so good. Uh, but then it's it's pretty much like you watch your TV, your movies, and you play video games. Like, uh, I'm lucky. Uh. Rainbow Six Siege, which I just mentioned, my favorite video game. Their new season came out last week. So my friends and I, that's why we haven't been playing with you, because we've been doing ranked and we've been like doing our competitive games to try mm-hmm. to like build our rank up and everything. And it's it's been fun. It's but like I'm probably gonna go home and play that tonight. So I and I have no shortage of video games that I can play. Like I still go back and play old MLB the shows or this year's 2K or Call of Duty Warzone. I downloaded that a week ago. Haven't had the chance it to play is fun. it yet. I played it a couple. I played a couple times when my brother-in-law was in town this past weekend. It's fun. I'm kind of curious what like some of our listeners have been doing during all this because like because right, we we rely on sports. We're right. also kind of outliers for our demographic. Yeah, I feel. I feel like not many people our age are listening to our station anymore. I feel like it's more people like our dad's age. Yeah, so. but that's always yeah. kind of been our demographic. Yeah, so yeah. that's why, like, with you, I'm kind of curious what people have been up to. Right. I know. I, I wish we could, like, 414 I wish we could, like, honestly, have callers, callers right now. Stuff. Yeah. Well, that yeah. can, that yeah. can be our question for the episode. Just, like, yeah. what have you been up to? Yeah. yeah. What do you do without sports? So, to kind of, like, segue. Move forward. <laughs> Paul Blart. Paul yeah. Blart. Um, so, what, have you, what are you guys going to do? See, I'll start, because this weekend is going to suck, because... Yeah. All of my friends went home because they didn't want to have to pay for their own food and rent. And if they're going to be quarantined, they want to be with their family. Right. So a bunch of my friends are all like driving. One dro- drove to Minnesota. Another one's driving back up to Manitowoc. Like a lot of my friends live up in Sheboygan. And, Where do they all go like, to school? Or? Well, we all went to school at Wisconsin Lutheran College. Okay. Or, all right. I didn't um, know what you were like, talking about. Yeah. yeah. So then okay. another one of my friends uh, went to us. Uh, a seminary in Mequon. He's trying to be a pastor. Oh. And so he he is the one that drove back to Minnesota where his parents live in the Twin Cities. Okay. So, like, shout out to Nick. I know you're going to listen. So, hi, Nick. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it's just really sad and frustrating because that's all that's happening. All my friends are gone. And then my wife works, uh, like, 13-hour day tomorrow at a bakery she works at, as long as everything stays open and Evers doesn't shut down everything. She works, know. like, 13 hours tomorrow at a bakery. Mm. And she opens and closes, I'm pretty sure. Ooh. So I'm going to be home alone for, like, 14 hours tomorrow. And I'm going to have no clue what to do. You want to come hang out with me at Home Depot? No, I really don't. Like, not even a little well, bit. I'll be free so we can hook up on PlayStation. Okay. Uh, pause. Phrase that a little bit better. Yeah, please. hook up was a little weird. Hook up on PlayStation. How is it weird when you say hook up on PlayStation? <laughs> it's just, you asked me to hook up. Link like, up. I, I'm sorry. Link up on PlayStation. Okay. We'll there dock. 
We'll See, like I knew, I've never heard that. I knew before. hookup I'll, was gonna explain off air. I knew okay. hookup was gonna sound weird when I said it, yeah. but when I said PlayStation, like you can't really yeah, get yeah. weird with a you know you can't get weird with the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, I bet there's a category out there somewhere. We're trying to keep it radio friendly. So there's a lot of things that I could say right so that, now, but I'd like to keep my job. Is that pretty much uh, your uh, plans for the weekend? Yeah, that's well, hey. that, that's literally it. Tomorrow? And then we talked about off the air, maybe something that I'll be doing with my wife on yeah. Sunday. But uh, I don't think I can share that. You guys need to now, help. I'll be before there. we move on, nothing. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. It's, it's, like, where are you going? it's nothing sexual. I'll put where it that you, way. Yeah. Right yeah, right yeah, that's, right that's what I was trying to think. I was yeah. wondering. I'm like, where are you going yeah, with I, this? I, I kind of picked, picked up on your, your drift there, and I was like, oh, wait. I did not mean for that to sound sexual, and it sounded very sexual. Very. So, no. It, like, yeah, you and your wife are about to have sex for the first yeah. time. <laughs> High five. <laughs> High five. Oh, wait, we can't. My yeah. wife. Elbow. Elbow touch. Or, like, I saw well, I saw a... Uh, um, Somebody that was encouraging to make the X. So no. you like oh, so you like, slap your So like the the Brewers when it was Prince Fielder Ryan no. Braun with the forearm. I'm not right. A, I'm not a so Des Bryant so fan. You, like you're oh, just past your wrist like on that. your forearm forearm hitting somebody else's wrist on your forearm. Okay. Like I thought you meant like throw up the X like Des no, Bryant. Like, no. Just from across, now, the, now the question is, <laughs> does the X give it to you? Oh uh, nice. Oh, we are killing it with this. All right. I I think everyone hates us all. Yeah. Okay. Um, continue. I will. So Evan, what are you doing this weekend? Tomorrow I work at Home Depot from ten to six thirty. That's okay. where I will be. Then I go home. Uh, tentative plans. Uh, my buddy and I, Alex, who um, listens to the show. Hi, Alex. Uh, not your wife, but at, like my <laughs> friend Alex. We have those are the two listeners we get for every show. Yep. Um, and Anthony Mandela apparently. And Anthony, love you, bud. Love you. Um. We've done a bunch of food eating challenges. I've told you guys about our eating challenges, right? Yeah. Yeah. A couple of them. Uh, the worst one was the 999, where it was nine beers, nine yeah. hot dogs, that and one. nine innings. It That's doesn't crazy. sound like it'd be bad. You're dead by the end of the game. Like I, I was the only one who could finish it, and then I, I hated my life. We um, Because we, we've done a bunch of eating challenges. Wendy's has a 50-pack of nuggets. For ten dollars, mm-hmm. uh, we're thinking about doing that with a large fry and a frosty. Oh no! Oh, large frosty. See, like the small, chi- the chicken okay. enough will be reasonable. So much. Okay. It will be reasonable. You, you, you add the. Oh no, you can't do that. If I you think we can do it, it They'll ship it to you for free too. I have a Wendy's by my house, ish, ish. Hashtag not a sponsor of the podcast. But sponsor, sponsor of the big show. Of the big yeah. show. <laughs> I know. But, yeah. And they brought in some and, of those well, fifty Evan, pack of wings. Or, I'm gonna say wings. I'm gonna say. Guys, mm-hmm. support your local restaurants right yeah. now. We did tonight. We did tonight. We we went to uh, Milwaukee Burger Company, and we had some very good burgers very and good. some delicious wings. Mm-hmm. So, like us, go to Grubhub. Most of these places on Grubhub, yeah. DoorDash, whatever you use, they're delivering for free right now because they are so desperate for people to order food. Yep. So our number one choice that we were going to go to the Bosch Tavern, they're closed, they're closed for all this, which sucks. Cause yeah, because they're so good, yeah. so good food for really good prices too. Correct. So all of you out there, do yourselves and the state and your community a favor and support your local businesses. Some Buy local gift business cards. Stuff. Buy gift cards to restaurants. Bart's really big on things. that right now. Buy gift cards. Yeah, because this is all going to blow over eventually. Mm-hmm. This isn't the end of the world. You're not wasting your money buying these gift cards. Buy gift cards. Use them as Christmas and birthday presents throughout the year. Or just be like, hey, dude, you're sad. I'm going to give you a gift card for the Bosch Tavern to make you happy. And then, you know, 
And this doesn't Brighten mean up the world. Yeah. This doesn't mean go to your local Taco Bell. No. The theme of this episode of the podcast is going to be don't be a dumbass. That was already episode two. That, well, that's okay. And I'm just I mean, saying it is an overarching theme. Just overarching don't be a dumbass. Just don't be a dumbass. Be 12, a nice 11, person. 10, 9, 8, 7. <laughs> all those episodes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's yeah, a good point. The other don't ones. be a dumbass. Yeah. So going back to what we're going to be doing. Yeah, sorry. Um, Sunday, I have no plans. And I would like to play a lot of video games. So maybe we will all hit the sticks and play some video games together. Nice. Uh, moving There's forward. There's trios on Warzone, actually. Oh, sounds so. good. I've never played. So maybe I'll break my virginity with you guys. Pause. What? <laughs> you can't. You can't say it like that, man. You said Sam saying, "Oh God, dude. was bad." That was way worse. That was that was point. way worse. That was the point, dude. Come on. So man. we're hooking okay. up that's and breaking our virginity. That's radio friendly. We haven't said anything we, wrong at this we point. We have not said anything wrong. Uh, You're welcome. Oh, that's going to be the so, name of this podcast: breaking your podcast virginity. No, nah, we can't do that. Just moving forward. All right, or fine. something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. Listen, we have another hour and a half of this to go, or hour, hour to go, or, or forty minutes, or twenty minutes to We've go. We've been on talking this. for eighteen minutes already. We've got like another hour to go. All right, fine. We'll we'll figure out what we're doing by then. Okay. Now, say, Dan, Sam, the mm. date is April first. What will you have done the last two weeks? Nothing. I will finish my shelter for the zombie apocalypse. Okay. There we go. I, I actually really like this because it gives me motivation, a deadline to get something done. So yeah. I do like this. Um, wow. So you're going to take the like proactive I, I'm, of this. I was just going to take more time to sit on my ass and do well, nothing. Well, that's probably what's going to end up happening. <laughs> but if I tell myself I'm going to get something done, then you guys can keep peppering okay. me about it on the podcast we do too. Yeah. Oh, so I have something. What's your thing? By April 1st, I'll clean my room. Nice. Go. I like Will it. Will I? I do want to make you know the something out of this. I would do want to get better legacy. at something. I think everybody should. I think everybody will. Right. Yeah. When I mean, um, you have nothing better to do. Yeah. Well, so it's easy to be I, lazy. I have been procrastinating reading two books that I have. So maybe I'll read one of those. Oh, I don't know what um, I'm doing there. I'm not a big like honestly, I don't like no. reading. No, but the thing is it's it's um <laughs> Let me it's, just push it's, up my it's things that will help me with my career because one is called Overtime. It's a book by John I Bacon. I have that book. Do you? Mm-hmm. Nice. It's a book by John Bacon. Uh, it's about the Michigan Wolverines and their 2019 season with Jim Harbaugh. Oh, I, I I have a different book called Overtime. Never mind. Okay, never mind then. Um, so I do not. Have I have not read book that book. Michigan. And I that I've had that because John Bacon was on the Bill Michael show actually, and he sent Bill his book. And then oh. I was like, this book is mine, and I took it, and okay. nobody said anything nice. about it. So yeah. um, that one, That's and then a book that was also from the studio. Uh, 100 Things That Bucks Fans Need to Know Before They Die. Namesy's book. Yeah, yeah Eric Names' book. Um, Sparky left it in... Um, <laughs> in in the March really Madness book? Uh, no, in Mitch's it slot. It was in That's Mitch's right. slot, and he didn't take it. And I asked Evan, I was like, should I just take this? Like, I want this book. Listen, and it, it had been there for like three months at it, that point. Yeah, it had been there for such okay. a long time. Because I, I was and, thinking about taking and, it, too. like, I, I had said something to Mitch, too. I was like, hey, there's something in your box, uh-huh. and he didn't take it. Okay. And so I was like, all right, well... I was gonna say, if you're not if, going to, what like, if Mitch is listening? He's like, there's no Mitch way. does not. I was like, Mitch does no, not listen. Mitch, does just not Mitch doesn't listen to us. anything. No, 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 on this no, 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 but I'm just saying, like, what if he's listening? He's like, that's where my book went. So I, yeah, so I took it. Um, okay. It is in my possession, and I have been meaning to read one of those two books. So it's not nerdy. It's actually something that no, will help just, my career either. When way. you're done with the Bucks book, I'll 
take it. You'll I, borrow it? I, okay. I, after you, I might do the same. Um, another thing that I've been putting off that I want to do is um, for Mason Brew, I'm planning on doing a draft profile for every 11 of the Michigan players that are uh, went to the Combine. and. Okay. Like it's gonna be some pretty serious work because throughout the whole season I saved highlights of all of these players from YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, like I rewatched games on YouTube and saved like specific clips for all of the different players on Michigan that I thought did a good job or whatever. Yeah. So I've been meaning to compile all this stuff into an actual article, and so like an article for each of them using like video and all that and analysis. And I have a book from Sparky also. You said there's eleven. Uh, 11, Yeah, right? it's going to keep you busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so that might be something I try to accomplish as well. So there we okay. go. That's what I'm going to try to get done by April 1st, guys. I'm proud of you. I really, Thank you. I don't read much. I, I used to get in trouble in school for reading during class and everything, but okay, once that's, I got- That's pretty nerdy. Yeah, I was, no, yeah. believe me, I was a nerd. I still am a nerd. I mean, you guys are around me we're every all, day. You know I'm a nerd. Um, Deep down. But once I got to college, just because you had to read so much, it kind of just burned out on me. Yeah, literally same. the only time I will read is I'll read Sports Illustrated because I have a subscription, and I will read when I go up north for a week because you have nothing better to do except golf, swim, and read. So I'll I'll read maybe eight books in a year, and seven of them will be during that week. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Sam, what are you doing this weekend? So before I thought about this just a couple moments ago because I'm not I love movies. But I love movies that I've seen and I know. It's it's kind of hard for me to like open up when people suggest like watching movies and like okay mm-hmm. I'll actually do it. It's like I got to see it and I'll be like yeah I'm gonna watch that. So midsummer. Yeah, I'm I heard the premise of that. I'm gonna get to it. Well, because I've played it's, the trailer for you. Yeah, the most messed up movie of all time. So what I'm gonna do in these next couple of days, I'm gonna do some of my favorite directors. Just a whole Ooh. day marathon of their nice. movies. So one day, Quentin Tarantino is my favorite director. Gotta do Tarantino. Gotta do a Tarantino marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna do a Scorsese marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of a couple other guys, but basically along those lines. That'll okay. at least I got enough of them on DVD. Ooh, maybe even a Christopher Nolan one. That you have okay. to do a Christopher yeah. Nolan. But I feel I figured that would keep me busy for a couple days. Christopher Nolan, because his movies even, uh, are so long as is like. Him and Tarantino, that's like a week yeah. right there. And well, there especially Scorsese, too. I mean, his. Yeah. I'll be like halfway through one of Scorsese's <clears throat> movies and I'll be like, oh my God, it's already been like two and a half hours. But I'll probably be doing that a little bit. I'll be hitting the sticks with you guys mm-hmm. there. I said, it, I said it differently. Hooking okay. up with us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. But I, do I said hooking up with us. Yeah, that, I don't get it. That, okay. That, that's, that was a joke from Sam earlier, yeah. Evan. Oh, I. Shut up. <laughs> but honestly, man, like I'm trying to like think of new and different things and that's pretty much all I can do. Well, I can <laughs> I can say without giving away anything, we have some very exciting things coming up on the fan. Yes, in the we next do. couple oh, weeks. Man, it's crazy. The next probably month is gonna be fun. Yeah. We have a lot of fun stuff planned. Sam, you've been on the last two days of Chuck and Winkler. You know how chaotic that's been and we're only a week and a half into no sports all you had to hear is our promo for today yeah but coming up today nothing we, we have absolutely nothing <laughs> have nothing planned so call us please and it was a good show today wasn't it oh it was great yeah we talked to bart's dad and mom <laughs> those are the best kind of shows yeah we're just anarchy that's what i, I want to listen to yeah i know it, it's it is a lot of fun for sure so one thing that we are looking forward to at the fan uh, starting next week mm-hmm. is 
the fan bracket. Oh, you were you're. I was teasing it. I didn't know if we could actually say it. Yeah, we can. No, no we, we, we can. We can say it. it. People know about it. We've been talking about it oh, the big that's, show like that's all week. True. And so is Joe. No. Yeah, you were literally there. Yeah. Um. So we can't. Evan and I both got a sneak peek at the entire thing. Um. And we talked to Sparky. We wanted to tease a little bit of it and tell you our seeds and who our matchups were against. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he said that we could not do it. Now so. we should also phrase for the people who haven't heard about this. Correct. It's a bracket of uh, past. And uh, current, also people, future. Well, I was I was gonna say <laughs> future, gonna but say I was future. like, is it a 128 man bracket? It's 64. 64. Okay, 64. Um, it's people past and f- present. I almost said future again. <laughs> of uh, employers of the fan. Correct. So you'll see some the return of like Rami Makhlouf. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go way back to when the the station first started with like Doug Russell, Mike Wicket. Correct. This, this Jeff is going to be fun. On there. Jeff Rieger. Um, and then another person who got voted on today, who is going to be a serious threat. Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari. Yeah, that, that wasn't fair. Um, no, it's not fair. Yeah. I would love to see a match between him and Leroy. Um, also, I'll, I'll tease one more person that's going to be in the bracket, which uh, li- faithful fan listeners know very well. No. Gary Wolfel Damn. will yep. make an appearance on the bracket after a lot of fighting. See, that one's going to be interesting because like he could get a lot of votes, a lot of but, mean like, votes. Not for, yeah, not right. for the right reason. Right. So we're we're kind of interested to see how it goes. And I'll to tease go down. one thing. I said so. Can we say what seed Bill Michaels is? Or no, is it kind of we oh, can't. Okay. We they we have not t- said any seeds other than Sparky being a one seed. All right. Basically, I said I wanted to get matched up with Bill. And then they got mad at me. And it did And I happen. somehow ended up with a better seed than yeah. if I was to be matched up against <laughs> Bill Michaels. So um, I'll say this. Evan and I have the same seed. Yep. Because I'm not giving away anything. I'm just saying we have the same yep. seed. And then Sam is a seed below us. So. Stop it! <laughs> Sorry, man. Get your mind We're talking about brackets. The gutter. You, you started this. This is not sexual, Sam. You, you, I did no such thing, sir. He started this. At sexual Sam. That's your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could be worse. It could be worse. And you know what could be worse? So, um, one sec. I'm gonna look forward okay. to that on Monday. I think yeah. for the pickling hour of the big show, we're gonna be doing a selection show, um, calling in a different, a uh, couple different people for each region of the bracket. So it should be a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. tune in next week and for the weeks following. It's gonna be great. I felt like I was gonna have more for this segment, and I it's, the more. more that, what are you talking about? We've been talking for 28 minutes. The this more is great. That, the more that we've talked, the more I've realized that it's really just going to be like I'm going to work and play video games. That's pretty much my life. <laughs> but like, what but else? I'm okay with you, it. You can't right, do so anything I. else though. Like, that, right? That's the sad part. Yeah. Like, as much as well, we, we can go for walks. There you for go. For now, yeah. I go outside, take for a nice little stroll. Uh, yeah. Drive your car. Do, do them now while you can. Yeah, that's true. Because who knows where this is going next. And who knows where this podcast is going next? Oh, but I know where it's going next. Paul Blarding. It's to a break. And outside of the break, we're going to recap some NFL free agency. Tom Brady is no longer a Patriot. Dan is really mad at the moves that the Lions have made. We'll talk about it after this. Go, Evan. Be a host. And we're back. As Sam and I are talking about lovely dogs. But welcome back into Hef Sam and Dan on the fan. It is episode 13. We just got done talking about what we really have and haven't done over the last couple weeks. 
What has been done this week is a lot in the NFL. It's been a wild week. Now, we recorded on Monday, and even on Monday, a lot of moves were made. The Packers signed a couple people. The Lions screwed up their franchise. Woo! The Texans screwed up their franchise Woo! trading the DeAndre Hopkins. It, uh, the Bears screwed up signing Jimmy Graham. Or was that Tuesday? That was that probably was, Tuesday. That was during the podcast on Monday. That's right. That was right after because I was editing yep. it while it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, it was during. No, during so it was breaking news it, on yeah. the fan. Brought to, or, uh, brought to you by, by Indeed. Uh, right now it's five hour energy. Five hour today. energy or as of today. Mercedes as of today or whatever it is. Yeah. Huh. All um, right. And but so else. since then, a lot of moves have been made. Your lines managed to screw up even more. The Bears have decided to screw up even more. The Vikings decided to screw up even more. Yeah. I mean, at this point, the the Packers they haven't done anything great necessarily but they're the only ones that haven't screwed yeah. up their franchise so right. so far then, they are the winners of the NFC they haven't really gotten worse and then Tom Everybody Brady signed um, with the Buccaneers yeah so that's kind of the, the that's biggest the big one. news so I'm excited let's start with uh, Tom Brady why don't we and then yeah. I have a question that pertains to the NFC we will find out whether it was Belichick or Brady I hate to be the guy to bring up like false narratives, but that's going to be a narrative. No, it has to be. I think, I, I think it was Belichick. I'm not on the board of Tom Brady being the GOAT. See, I'm not. No. I am. You're I, a Michigan guy. You're I am biased. a Michigan guy. I have a little bit of a bias. I'll be fair. But at the same time, like what he's done has been special. And I know I know that, like, okay, it might have been the greatness of Belichick being the coach. Yes, that's true. But you still have to have the quarterback that has the brains and the playmaking ability well, to make sure that those plays get executed to a T. And I don't know if every quarterback could do that. Matt Castle so, led him to 11 wins. Yeah. I'm. You're 100% right. He did. And then he left. And he, then was so, like a mediocre starter. Exactly. So Brady was wise enough to stay in New England his entire career and win multiple championships with the mastermind head coach. So the, I don't think there's any way you can knock him because of that. What I'm I love about Belichick so much is that he's such a good offensive and defensive coach. Correct. Because even when Patricia left and to this day, I mean, look I mean, at the defense compared ridiculous. It's, it won fantasy football championships. The defense is going to be there year in and year out because right. of Belichick. And yeah, it's insane. He's, every week they come with a new game plan. Like they're not right. they're not the same team they were last week. So everybody gets mad when people say Tom Brady's a, a system quarterback, but honestly, they should be praised because that's the ultimate praise you can have as a quarterback, to be a system quarterback. Yeah, you're doing your well, job. Because a, any coach is going to pick a quarterback for their scheme, unless it's something wild where it's like Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller, Lamar Jackson, where John Harbaugh completely changed his offense because he's like, let's try something new. Mm-hmm. We have this guy who is kind of a unique talent. Let's see what we can do with him instead of trying Correct. to pigeonhole him anywhere. Tom Brady, in his heyday, was a very, very good quarterback. Uh, I mean, the 50-touchdown season, the 16-0 and season, well, that was the same year, but mm-hmm. that shows that in his prime, he was a very good quarterback. There's no way he lasts in the NFL see, without it. But, but I don't is, think he's the greatest of to all me, time. To me, there's two different things. I think there's the best quarterback of all time, and I think there's the greatest quarterback of all time. So when it comes to the greatest quarterback of all time, I think it is nearly impossible to not say Tom Brady. Yeah. Because he has won six Super Bowls and three MVPs. So he's the most winning. He's he's yeah. the greatest. Yeah. There's he's a difference saying, between the greatest so and the most talented. He shouldn't yeah. have gotten that third MVP. I'll, I'll die on that. Correct. Point. That's fine. You can say that because of um, who won it that year. 
Brady. Well, Brady, right after the four. That's right. That's what I meant. Yeah, because if he he missed the first four games of the season. What year was that? I was thinking um, the Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers season for some reason. Um, That one I was like, all right, whatever. But Tom Brady, he by far is the greatest quarterback of all time, and I. It's not. It's not disputable. To me, it's Peyton. Peyton, mm-hmm. not no, not no, not as many MVPs, not as many oh, Super Bowl terrible champions. in the playoffs too. Yeah, and he the last Super Bowl he won, it wasn't even because of him. Yeah, he had, he had a noodle arm. Well, yeah, he, he threw for 118 yards and an interception. I'm pretty sure in that game, he was awful. Now, can we all agree that the most skilled quarterback of all time is Aaron Rodgers? Close, I would say it's between him uh, and Joe Montana, probably. Joe Montana is more in the Tom Brady category. And by the end of it, by the end of it, Patrick Mahomes is going to be there too. Oh, I I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, I just think most pure skill is Aaron Rodgers. With the arm, the legs, I think that he's the most complete. I, I could I could see that argument being made. But from an from an outside perspective looking in, um, Aaron Rodgers is a very, 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 very good quarterback. Do not get me wrong. But Hall of Famer. Todd Gurley was correct. the runner-up in that Brady He's going to be Hall of Famer, but let's remember... Carson Wentz probably should Let's remember yeah. that Aaron Rodgers, although the list was terrible, he didn't make the NFL Top 100. And We're not talking about that Top 100. Well, I'm just mentioning it because, yeah, because he didn't make it there. So from an outside perspective, obviously people do not think that he is as good as people here in Wisconsin and Green Bay do. Mm-hmm. He is an all-time great quarterback. Do not get me wrong. Is he the GOAT? No, because he does not have the accomplishments that Tom Brady and other quarterbacks have. Well, yeah, See, but that's I think where that's, the, that's, when you're, that's where you're making your argument, though, is there's a difference between Correct. Them. And that's where the when GOAT— you, when, I, when we're talking the most skilled quarterback— so, I don't, Skilled, he's one of the— I don't not, care about you that, know. That's right. where the GOAT conversation like goes off the paths on any sport. Yeah. Correct. Because at, at a certain point, it's hard to compare eras. Like, Joe Montana probably is the GOAT. Yeah. With his skill— Combined with success, it probably is Joe Montana. In basketball, you compare LeBron and Michael Jordan. Everybody does it. And Magic Johnson. But they don't talk about Kareem. Wilt. They don't talk about Bill. Well, probably not Bill Russell, but Larry Bird was overrated. I'll go. I'll stick to that hill. But they don't talk about Magic or Jerry West or Wilt Chamberlain because it's hard to compare eras and. You kind of just, that's where sports, I know that the national shows have to make something out of it because they need content, Correct. but there's no way to do it. You should be doing it like decade by decades saying like, okay, who is the best of this decade? And it's, it's kind of hard to say who is the best at everything. Like in my opinion, Allen Iverson is probably the best scorer in NBA history. Like if you needed someone to go out and get a bucket, it's probably either him Mm. or Kobe are probably mm-hmm. the most closest to a bucket. I think Kevin Durant also is up there. I was going to say Kevin Durant. As a, well, yeah, because I guess he's seven foot and can do can what they would do. Do but, anything. Yeah. Kevin right. Durant's still going to be great. I think Kevin back. Durant's my number one. But anyway, Tom Brady's a Buccaneer. <laughs> Way yeah, side we kind of got off. But that's okay. Um, so he's there for the next two years on a $50 million contract. Um, not sure how much is guaranteed. I don't remember, but there's a full no trade clause in the the fifty millions fully, fully guaranteed. guaranteed. So it, there's also an, a full the, no the trade ability clause to make a nine and a half million in incentives. Really? Okay. So it's a full no trade clause, and he cannot be tagged at the end of it. So that means that he thinks that he is still going to play at forty five. At forty five, which who's, is who's insane. the only person like Vinny Testaverde? Yep. 
Uh, and kickers. Adam Vinatieri yeah. is 45, I think. Yeah. Well, he's done. He was bad last year. He was very bad. But I think they're, he's going to get one more chance. And on paper, this might be the best receiving core that Tom Brady has ever has had. ever had, yeah. Well, because well, yeah. when he had Randy Moss, he didn't have Gronk. Mm-hmm. And when he had Gronk, his best receiver was... Wes Welker. Welker, Edelman, maybe. Yeah. Which in Edelman might not be that good. It's just he's a product of Correct. Tom Brady. And he said something on Instagram today that kind of alluded to how he wanted to be in Tampa Bay with Brady. So, I think, too, if you take Chris Godwin off the Buccaneers and you put him on a bunch of other teams, he's still he could be a number one receiver. Oh, 100%. And I think, hey, Randy Moss was my favorite wide receiver growing up. But Evans, even after he mooned the Packers, I don't remember. See, I was too young to remember his Viking days. I remember, like, when I think of Randy Moss, I think of that Patriots year, okay, Mm. and everything a little bit after. I love that connection. I I grew up with the Brady Randy Moss, you know, Mm. in in the on the schoolyard, I was doing the Randy Moss celebration when I scored a touchdown. But okay, um, Evans can do everything Moss can do, damn near, just with the size alone. He just has to learn how to not drop the ball. As yeah. a, as I, think, a, I think he's gotten better at that. He has, yeah. but as a Mike Evans owner in fantasy football this year, who also watched all of okay. his games and on Red Zone, I'm blaming this on James. Though. The amount of it, and it's the first easiest year the touchdowns that Mike Evans dropped this year. He dropped probably four or five. It's touchdowns. just wild inconsistency. But yeah, I can yeah. see comparisons being drawn between the two. Oh no, I'm not saying Evans is going to can be as good as no, right? No, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Now now, going going back, I'm just saying comparatively, I could see a comparison being made there when he's doing his best. What I'm trying to say is Brady can have as good of a connection with Evans that he did with Randy Moss. Got it. And on paper, this is probably his most talented. The problem is Tom Brady can't throw the deep ball like he used to be able to. But Tom Brady needs a guy who can sit in the flat, which Chris Godwin can. Godwin, do. right? And and if they get Antonio Brown, which um, no, they've rumored, that. like uh, well, Bruce Arian said that it wasn't really in the playbook, but a lot of other people that we talked to in the week um, from WEEI even said that um, that he thought that they could be a package deal for wherever they end up. Yeah. So yeah. all the reports since then from the Buccaneers saying no, no, right? But but but, but who knows like but, what they're going to yeah. end up doing if one the season doesn't start the way as planned, right? And they're somebody, desperate. Somebody gets injured, or somebody gets injured, right? Or two, if Tom Brady starts getting pissed off, yeah, and they need to do something to make him happy, because yeah. so either way they're going to have um, Chris Godwin in there and also have OJ OJ Howard, Howard and. Yeah. Um, what's the other tight end? Cameron Bray. Thank you. To not, pass not, in the short game. So I'm not yeah. concerned about it in that perspective. And they'll still and have they do Mike have Evans good, as a they have threat good, uh, to the deep receiving bomb. backs as well. Correct. I think Ronald still Jones gonna, and Peyton Barber. I think they could, should still bring in a running back or draft one. I, I think so. Because we've we'll see. Jo- I like Jones, Peyton Barber's. I'm sorry. He's just a rotation guy. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. He has a lot of talent there. They're gonna they went from a mediocre team to a Super Bowl contender yeah. with the addition of Tom Brady. And who knows? A bunch of these guys were just waiting for Brady to sign. So yeah. Correct. Like, well, and the Buccaneers, and what Tom Brady put himself in in Tampa is way better a situation than he left in New, in New England. Because yeah. Bill Belichick has a depleted roster right now, and he doesn't have a quarterback. So... In my opinion, we're going to see Tom Brady do better in the recent in, in recent times than we're going to see the Bill Belichick and the Patriots succeed. It depends on who they get as quarterback. Can you imagine yeah. 
Because we really don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Yeah. Right now, they're sitting with Jason Stidham. They're, that's not going to be the Good case. Good luck with that. Fourth Absolutely will not be the from case. From two years ago. Will not be the case. Uh, I would love to see Cam Newton. That's my, that's there. my guess. Jameis Winston. I just, can't, is, I just can't see Cam with Bill, though. That's the the thing, thing is, yeah. I don't... I Exactly. Bill's going to want somebody that he's going to be able to work with. Joe Flacco. Jameis? And... And he could work with Jameis well, now that he is. Uh, I'd be really they, the Patriots said that they were not interested. Okay. Did in Jameis? Right. So well, they say that. That's fair. It could be a Bill Belichickism, and they're just trying to fake people out. But the thing is, I don't know who wants to go there. Yeah. They have no like outside of James White. What offensive threat do you have there? Edelman. But Edelman, Edelman was made because of Tom Brady. Yeah, and we yeah. saw last year. He's starting to go down. Right. So I like what what are you going to there? The offensive line isn't good. Yeah. The wide receiving core is like probably in the bottom ten in yeah. the league. And then right. you have one good experience running back. And like, Sony Michelle. I like Sony Michelle. Uh, okay, fair. But, but he was so up and down. He was last up and down. But what, quarter, an what, what, yeah. but what but what quarterback's gonna be like, yeah, I want to put myself in that situation. Yeah. It would have to be someone like Joe Flacco, someone, someone who's, who's been around, oh, not man. necessarily someone who's been around and wants it to play for a coach. It has to be desperate. Like yeah. it, it has to be someone who's desperate or a rookie quarterback that well, doesn't have another decision. It's like the players who go to play for Pop in San Antonio. But it's not like that anymore because Pop doesn't get those players anymore. Well, yeah, I guess now because, that is because kind they of a have a depleted analogy. roster, right? Because after Ooh. after they traded Kawhi, I mean, what what free agent has been like? Yeah, I want to go to San Antonio and play for Pop. Like that hasn't happened. Yeah. So it's it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's going to be that exact same situation. It is the perfect analogy. I think that, that so we're going to see Bill Belichick. This is the end of the dynasty. This is the end of the dynasty. There's no way that the Patriots are coming back and making the playoffs they this lost year. There's no mm-hmm. way. All their defensive They're, players, too. I I, oh, I don't know what I would bet. I would bet so much. Now, I would bet the full house hey, that this is not happening. Who wins the AFC East? Buffalo? Buffalo, easily. Buffalo, and then yeah. they, don't have a, they don't have a wild card team. Yeah. Yeah. Unless Who the knows? Giants, because or not I think the Giants, the, the Jets, I, the, the, do something. Unless the Jets, I think Miami's maybe. more of a threat, honestly, depending on who they get at quarterback. But then the, I think that the yeah. AFC West improved so much this year. Mm. They're going to have at least two teams because remember, the AFC I, South is a dumpster fire. Correct. So they're so not getting the Colts. Well, will the Colts uh, might make the playoffs out of that group. They might be the division winner. Which is sad because they'll probably have like seven. Because it should be the Texans, but they keep trading. They keep all trading the everybody away. Oh, why do we sleep on the Titans though? Oh, that's true. That's fair. Well, if they can figure everything out with Derrick Henry, then maybe. There's maybe. no way he. Well, he said he'd play under no. the tag, but there's no way he will. He will get his right. contract. He'll before. get a contract eventually. Yeah. So you're right. The Titans will probably end up winning that division, and they and they might even be the powerhouse of the AFC going into it Ooh. if you think about it. Will we see Minshew mania? We will. I mean, he'll be a starter, but will we see a legit Minshew um, mania to the playoffs? I think that Minshew is going to be a good quarterback. I think that he's going to lead that team, but I think it's going to sit at eight or nine wins. I don't no, think it's no going to be. They have no defense, though. Correct. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's why they're not going to win games. They're still probably going to trade Yannick and Gakwe. Ingu- oh, I'm not even going to try. Yannick and Gakwe. Yes, you're welcome. Another team, AFC North, Cleveland, maybe, but they got worse. They have on, to figure stuff they out, They got man. worse on defense. They pretty right. much lost everybody. So, as long as we're talking divisions... Now that Brady's in the NFC South, that division. That's a bloodbath. That, especially <laughs> with Gurley Conan, the Falcons now today. Yeah. I am so excited to see that division. I'm so excited to see two Brady and, and Breeze games the, every the year. The Falcons finally started putting things together at the end yeah. of last season, mm-hmm. too. If they can keep that momentum going now, now with they Todd have, Gurley yeah. as well. They get a like, couple players back on defense. Oh, man. Injury. And if, if Gurley 
can become even a little bit of what he used to be in L.A., yeah. oh, he's going to be just a nightmare. Well, and they still have Julio Hones, my boy. <laughs> Julio Hones. Uh, Cam, or not Cam, Calvin Ridley, yeah. who was an incredibly underrated receiver. Takes pressure off of him. He's got a lot more free roaming now. That offense is pretty damn if good. If they can get Even it though Matt out, Ryan is very bad. I hate Matt Ryan. He's... The defense, yeah, he's definitely overrated, and the defense is kind of sus. But yeah, like, very sus. But they they could put something together. That could be the surprise team. But everybody says that every year. That's the that's the thing. They have to start off hot because they have not started off hot the last two years, yeah. and they've heated up towards the end. It's like, so they have to have a good start to the season if they're going to make the playoffs. The Saints, well, if, if they start like zero and one, Bob Quinn is out of the job. <laughs> uh, the Saints are going to be good. Yeah. Good again, and if Alvin Kamara can rebound and have a good season, oh, they're going to be a nightmare, just like they have been just the last healthy. couple of seasons. Right. Everybody stay healthy, and then you're going to have the Buccaneers in there as well. The Panthers, I yeah. Will Teddy Bridgewater hey, lead them like Kyle Allen could not? This, I don't have faith in the Panthers. I'm sorry, Teddy Bridgewater is it's, not worth twenty million dollars. Not next year, at least. It's going to be no. a new coach and. Honestly, like, who knows what's going to happen with Christian McCaffrey? Because I don't know if the Panthers are going to want to pay him all the money that he wants. Which yeah. is just stupid. And you lost Luke Keekley, you lost Greg Olson, like yeah. all of the I faces of the franchise. Yeah, Keekley retired. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't have a defense right now. Brian Burns is probably their best defensive player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, their defense was bad last year, but I. It's just what. I don't know what's not to like about their. I mean, if you're not a Bridgewater, I get it. I like Bridgewater, but I think that. Like your argument you for DJ uh, Matt Castle with the Patriots is my argument for Teddy Bridgewater with the Saints. Very curious to see what they do in the draft too. We'll but see with Joe Judge and Bridgewater getting back together after their days. What is it, New Orleans? But I don't know. We don't know. We don't know about Carolina, but it's like it's they're an interesting bottom feeder. So team do you think? Division. Do you do you think that Tom Brady to the Buccaneers? is now the number two to the San Francisco 49ers. Do you think they've taken that spot from the Packers? I think the Saints are still number two, in my opinion. Even over yeah. the Packers? Yeah. Okay, so where, how far down the pecking order in the NFC are the Packers then? Are four, they four? Four now, yeah. probably. Yikes. Because, I mean, they haven't made any splash additions. Like They haven't gotten better. They, they'll probably go undefeated in the division again. I can see right. it happening again. The, the Packers haven't gotten worse, per se. Well, so, I mean, they have. But So my question into that then, for kind of going over the NFC North and their decisions mm-hmm. and the additions that they've made, um, do you think that they're still the favorites in the NFC North? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Far and away. I, I, I think that's a pretty clear answer. And that's not even biased answer. at this point. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the, the Bears are closer. I'm going to put it that way. Because they, they're the closest thing in the NFC North to getting better. Besides the Packers. And the reason why is that defense is just a nightmare, man. Well, like, they boosted that defensive line. They added Robert Quinn, five years, $70 million or whatever it was. But, you know. Overpaid for him, 100%. But, I mean, you're going to have Cleo Mack and Robert Quinn on the other side. That is insane. That is going to be a bull and rush Akeem all Hicks. day. And Akeem Hicks in the middle, right. Yeah. I mean, that defensive line is probably the best in football. Roquan Smith stays healthy. Exactly. If he can figure out whatever he was dealing with, that's what Lawrence Holmes was saying on the Big Show today. He's like, he was dealing with something. Nobody in Chicago knows what it was. But if he can figure it out and be what he was uh, in his rookie season, that's going to be a nightmare defense. Did they lose Prince of Mukamura? They did. Yeah. Uh, He's no longer. But I mean, that doesn't really matter. Right. And they have. They lost Taylor Gabriel as well because they cut him. That's um, but David Montgomery is back on his second season. Anthony and Miller is a very underrated correct. receiver. And mm-hmm. now they have 
potentially a new quarterback. So we because they traded for Nick Foles for a fourth round draft com- compensatory pick. But here's we the had thing. on uh, someone from the score yesterday. I, oh man, it's really gonna annoy me that I can't remember his name. Especially because he called you out on air and you were really psyched about it this morning when we were talking. <laughs> there were like a hundred thousand people yeah, over there. Bill Michaels always has a bunch of people on the show too, so I don't blame you for getting scrambled. Um but he was saying like their plan right now and his ideal plan is that they start Trubisky for three weeks yeah. and then go to Nick Foles if it doesn't work well. And I thought, wow, that is such a terrible idea. For paying a backup twenty million dollars, they have to. Though. He also he also did say that Nick Foles is the best backup quarterback of all time. I mean, and he, it's hard to disagree. It's with hard it. to disagree with that because he won the freaking Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP, and he's gotten paid twice, and it's not been worth it twice. Correct. It's kind of just how it so, goes, I guess. I mean, if he can be a semblance of what he was with Philadelphia, Mark Grody. I'm into Mark it. Grody. There I you love go. You, bud. Um, I'm sure he listens. Uh, if he can be a semblance of what he was that season, and if he can piece it together, that Bears team is going to be scary. Mm-hmm. Like, because they're going to have they they don't need a great quarterback; they need a good quarterback. And right. whether it be Mitch Trubisky or with that Nick defense, Foles, they just that need defense, someone. To they just need somebody to be average. There. Like Andy Dalton could have stepped in and probably done well for him. Oh, I'm an idiot. So. And from the Bears' perspective, that's kind of where I see that. The two teams that have made huge drops, like mm-hmm. absolutely ginormous drops, are Confusing. the Vikings and the Lions. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the Lions could get we'll worse. We'll get to the Lions in a second. Um, but let's talk about the Vikings. Um, dealing Stefan Diggs, good for them for getting a bunch of draft capital well, for yeah, him. Getting a first round yeah, pick. Yeah. Crazy. Bill O'Brien must be like, what? What did you say to get that? <laughs> How did you do that? Right. And like, that's crazy in and of itself. They can fl- they can turn um, that draft pick just into another receiver in this draft. You're 100 percent <laughs> right. correct. Um, and they got a lot of draft capital, like four picks, I think, and they yeah. had to give up a pick and Stefan Diggs. So good for the Vikings. Um, but de- defensively, they cut Linval Joseph, who is their best interior defensive lineman, and they also um, learned today that Everson Griffin will not be returning, who was yeah, their best edge rusher. Goodness. Um, and was just a nightmare yeah. for every team in the NFC North. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they aren't going to have either of those guys and lost out on a wide receiver and are now paying Kirk Cousins more <laughs> money to be their quarterback that after signing like him to a two-year extension. I felt, that was like when the Bears signed yeah. Cutler to that seven-year extension. Yeah, literally just going to say that. Yeah, like, what are you thinking? <laughs> anyway, apparently they think he's good enough where they're going to carry him. And also, you liked it? Let's, let's talk about Dalvin Cook being on the final year of his contract. Like, they have to pay that dude at some point, and you just gave another $60 million to Kirk Cousins, so how are you going to do that? The Vikings don't, like, everybody's saying this has to be their year. There's no way in hell this is their year. No, I think it was... They have to hit year. on probably their first four yeah. picks in the in the draft. Well, yeah, we had Phil Mackey on today, and he said, like, listen, if they don't make the playoffs, Zimmer's beyond done. They got to blow it like, up. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's going to end up happening. They're going to trade people, and like nobody's going to take Kirk Cousins' contract. God no. So Kirk Cousins is going to be on the worst team in the NFL, and it's going to be just like the Redskins, where people are like, "Oh, you know, Kirk Cousins is really good. He deserves to be on a better team." And Ew. right, Ew. but that's what people were saying when he was on the Redskins: yeah. is give him a shot on a better team. I mean, for the Redskins, he was very good in fantasy. So. Or, okay. I hate him so much. I do too. You like that? No. You like that? I've never liked that. I, I, so, I, yeah, my take on the Vikings is that they're donezo. 
Yeah. But even if they finish four and twelve, you know who's going to be two and fourteen in the division. It's time. Let's talk about the Detroit Lions, shall we? Shall we? We, uh. we had a little conversation on Monday after just a <sighs> I think this a shocking series of moves by the Lions. Yeah, signing Big V, five-year, $50 million. Releasing one of their best In defenders. Snacks. And uh, what's-his-face? And um, the, the, the Devon Kennard yeah. as well. They cut both of those guys. Who, well, who they probably could have gotten. Correct. Something for it. for it. But Anything. they said that they were cutting him before they, and then, like, so they said, we're going to cut Devon Kennard. And then a bunch well, of people were like, oh, my God, you are? And then the Lions were like, nah, actually, we're going to trade him. And then teams are like, no, you're not. You just said you're going to cut him. Well, it's kind of like they're doing, like, what the Pistons did, where it's like they probably got offered sixth and seventh round picks, but they're like, ah, we don't want late in the draft right? Because they don't, they're they not They never turn anything. into anything, right? Cough, cough, Tom Brady. I mean, that's one example, but... I mean, it works. <laughs> it just... You can never have enough draft capital. No, never. Danny Ainge built his entire roster on draft draft capital. Correct. Just acquiring picks. Same with the... the that's what the Thunder the are doing now. Yeah. <laughs> um, NBA is so weird, though. Yeah. Like, protected so, draft picks and stuff like that. I think that. on Monday, I said I would be very upset if the Lions traded Darius Slay. Oh, but, like, they okay, did. but... but I'm curious, like, for me, like, not a Lions fan, I just felt like they were, gun- it was 100% they were going to trade him. So, the thing well, is... Well, once he spoke out about it, too, the, it was but like, even the before Lions, that, it just didn't make sense for him to keep him. The Lions handled this whole situation very poorly. Like, they like do signing his replacement time. before trading him? Well, and I'm see, curious what he said about Patricia and what yeah, your thoughts on that are. Let's talk about this. So, um, this is the way that I look about at it. So, the, the Lions traded Slade to the Eagles for a third and a fifth rounder. Is value wise, it's not enough. However, no. for the situation that they're in, it's a it's better than what I expected because I expected like a fourth round pick and that probably was it. best deal. So right at this point, probably because and the Eagles who, get whichever, the guy that they needed. Correct. Yeah, for real. So it, it mutually it was a good deal. However, it would have been much better if they would have done this deal a year and a half ago when the <laughs> Eagles were reportedly interested in Darius Slay and Slay still had four years left on his contract right. and not two. Um, so that's just that that's where I get infuriated with this is just the fact that they could have traded Slay. Well, but they thought they were going to contend this much year. more, oh. or last year. They had a pretty good. They had a pretty good case last year. So, and they started out hot until the we Lions, we destroyed their honestly, season. Yeah. What's pretty crazy is the Lions led in every single game that they played in this season. Oh, they yeah, had a lead, right. and they lost. They lost almost every single game. They oh. went four and twelve. Three, sorry, three twelve and one. They finished like zero and nine. Right. Like well, that. and after that, Matthew Stafford. After Matthew Stafford was hurt, the season was over. Right. But um, so in terms of the Slay deal, I look at it this way because the Lions got those two picks and then signed Desmond Trufant. So basically, they traded Slay for Trufant, a third and a fifth. Not so bad. if you if you look at that look at it that way, I'm okay with it, especially because of the fact that they're not playing Trufant, paying Trufant that much money. No, it's pretty. Good and deal. then Slay is going to make 16 over 16 and a half million dollars when he's 34. Yeah. Which for a corner that's that right. is they a lot because it's an I, extension. It's three it's a 3 year extension. Right now he's 29. It's 3 year extension plus the 2 years he already has yeah. on his contract. Highest paid corner in the NFL. Correct. So that's crazy. That's nuts. And well, the thing that Byron Jones only lasted a week being the highest paid. Mhm. Barely. It wasn't even a full week. 
Probably. Because um, Byron Jones signed with the Dolphins, and they have yeah. a crazy cornerback combo between we're, him yeah. and... Uh, On Monday when we were doing the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That defense is wild. That's no. going to be interesting. Um, anyway. That's what I'm saying. So, where I go very sideways with the Lions, because like I said, I would be mad if Slay was traded, but after they signed Trufant, it, it makes a little bit more sense. But the fact that the Lions only sign Patriots players is insane. It is so crazy. It has never worked before. The, both the Dolphins and the Lions this year signed a combined like 14 former Patriots. Oof. And the Lions now, I saw a stat, have more former Patriots on their roster with seven then they have Lions players from when Matt Patricia took over, which is now only six players. I just laughed that, that ownership is letting Patricia do this. Patricia and Bob Quinn, the yeah. two of them together, have said, we don't care what the roster looks like. We want our old guys on our team, hmm. which is crazy because mm-hmm. that never works. Or drafting a tight end in the first round. So I like, I like Hawkinson. <laughs> you, you, I, I'm I'm not uh, upset with Hawkinson. I can I think he can still be something. But for the Patriots, it's just like like why do we have to be a mirror? Like any time in NFL history that a team has tried to mirror the Patriots, bring in former Patriots players, run the same system, it has work. never worked. Which is part of the reason why Bill Belichick is the amazing mm-hmm. coach that he is because he puts in these weird people like. Kyle Van Noy and um, all of these awkward position players. Jamie Collins when he was there, who's now also a lion. Um, hmm. You and, got flowers and Collins back together. He, he puts them together and they work so well. And, yeah. Like and then they go other places and they're just not as good. Mm-hmm. Like people that start their career in New England or go from a place to New England, they have career years in New England and then they leave and they're just terrible again. Well, it goes to the coaches as well. Name right. one successful coach from the Belichick coaching team. Nick Saban. Boom. But I mean, the NFL. <laughs> Correct. Saban had an awful time in the NFL. Yes, he did. Um, but you're right. It's It's never worked. And I don't know why people keep choosing from that tree because it literally never pans out. So... Matt Patricia is the perfect example of that, which is a perfect Paul Blart into the Patricia versus Segway saga. Um, per, per, what? The, Did you sorry. Just, he just had a stroke. Patricia and him have a stroke. I don't know what you're trying saga. to get at. Oh, Patricia okay. and Slay saga. Do you, my, smell, my do you smell burnt toast? I do a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Patricia and Slay saga. So um, apparently in Patricia's first year, he went into the room in one of the very first meetings they had in Detroit. Um, Slay had recently posted a picture of a very good wide receiver. I don't know who it was. My guess is Michael Thomas. And um, praised him for being a very good wide receiver. And Patricia pulled up that Instagram post in a team meeting and said, Slay, you need to stop slobbing on this dude's blank. And... Um, it rhymes with slob, by the way. Yeah. And and he didn't say it in that way, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and you need to start acting like a tough guy. 
and being a good cornerback because he said, and then he said to him, "You are a good corner. You are not elite. Stop working out with uh, with Richard Sherman and it's con- it's and Byron Jones. And, yeah, Holy and other God. elite cornerbacks. Stop working out with them because you are just not that good." That is what he told him in the middle of one of the very first team meetings in Detroit. Wow. So, I mean, Patricia's coming in obviously with the idea that he's going to put his stuff out on the table and be like, I know what I'm doing, you don't. And so Slay said in response, because I listened to a whole radio interview with him the other day, and he said, you know, I don't, t- I, and I, he's like, what I should have told Matt Patricia is you need to stop sucking the blank of Bill Belichick. Oh, that would have been a perfect clapback. Mm. Perfect clapback, exactly. And that's literally the whole problem in this whole situation because everybody wanted out of Detroit because Patricia came in and promised all of these players that they were going to win Super Bowls because he was going to bring the Patriot way to Detroit. Yeah. And when, when, ask, when, ask anybody that goes yeah. into New England. It's not a fun environment. You go in... And it's not a fun time, but you win Super Bowls. You're treated like a number. Correct. So, so if if this would have happened, and you know the Lions would have had NFC Championship runs or even NFC North titles, this is a completely different story. But when you win nine games in your first two years as a head coach, which I'm pretty sure it's even less than that, you cannot go in and have this tough guy. I'm an elitist mantra. And expect players to respect you. That's why Snacks wanted out. That's why Quandre Diggs wanted out. That's why um, Quinn wanted out. Glover Quinn wanted out. That's why this whole thing has torn down into nothing. It should be fitting when all of these players are coming out and saying, yeah, we want it out. Like, it wasn't they traded us. It wasn't the business. It was us doing our business and saying we want out. Correct. And that's what literally every big name player that the Lions have either let go or traded has said. Because... It is a dumpster fire there, just like it has been for my entire life. When you step back, is it worse than Bill O'Brien? Probably. When you think about everything. At least Bill everything. O'Brien has won games and yeah. taken his team to the playoffs. When you think of everything combined with Patricia. Oh, yeah. No, Patricia's way worse. Like I said, at least Bill Bill, Bri- Bill O'Brien kind of resurrected the Texans franchise, and I think and that's why they're giving success, him. Right. Has at least made it to the playoffs and multiple he dra- times. He has a couple wins. He drafted yeah. Deshaun Watson. He had DeAndre Hopkins there with him, figured out a Traded system. Traded up for De- uh, Deshaun Watson. Correct. So he, he obviously has some sort of um, talent he can get the evaluation best out of that he's good at, yeah. but he just but, might be like the most spiteful, pitiful. Correct, man because on the I mean, he handled that DeAndre Hopkins situation very poorly, comparing him to Aaron Hernandez, which oh, is God. just what are you doing? So I think his people skills are bad, but he has a a good eye for talent. That's yeah. kind of just how it is for those football guys. Like they don't know people well, but they know football, right? But the thing is. If you're going to be a coach and a GM, you have to be able to do both. And that's what Bill O'Brien can't do. And the thing is about Patricia, like, I thought he should have been fired after this season. Oh, probably. And he should be on, he'll probably be on the hot seat a couple games into so, the next season. But the, here's what's the, weird as from an outside perspective, mm-hmm. just seems like the GM and the ownership, they're completely fine with what's going on. Well, the thing is, that's what's the weird. GM is also a Patriot guy. Bob Quinn was the assistant GM of in New England. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. and he hired Patricia, who was an assistant coach in New England. So basically, um, the fans and the ownership are pissed off, and the GM and coach are 
on the same page of we're going to be the Patriots 2.0. Yeah, they're in their own world. So they think that this is going to work, except this is going to be the now fifth year under Bob Quinn where this obviously isn't working, (laughs) and everybody's going to realize that it's a load of crap, and both of them are going to be fired together because that's basically what Bob Quinn said. Because I'm pretty sure the Ford stepped in and said, we want Patricia gone, and Bob Quinn said, I'll stake my position on this in this franchise saying that we'll figure this out which they're not going to do and they're oh, both going to get fired. Age well. But hey, for you you should be waiting for that moment. Well, the thing is so I'm excited every time that we have the opportunity to bring in a new coach. The only thing is when you're switching regimes every 4 years, every 5 years, you're not building anything. Right. So like a part of me says Let's just keep riding this out and see where it goes, seeing if they can actually do something. But Matt Patricia is such he's an arrogant dumbass. Like you can this is not the head coach that you can say, well, let's ride this out. The coach you should have said that with was Jim Caldwell. Right. Who was the winningest coach in Lion history. And they let him they fired him because he he did not he was not a motivator, but from an X's and O's and from a like individuality perspective building connections with players he was incredible he was so good but he couldn't fire his guys up on game day and that's kind of what what it broke down to i'm okay with waiting and figuring out a coach but at a certain time you can understand when that coach isn't it like with the packers you saw something in mike mccarthy when he first got the job you saw that there was some potential for some really good stuff there you haven't seen that from Matt Patricia. You haven't seen that from anybody in the Lions coaching staff in my lifetime. Yeah. Which is sad. I hate Jim Schwartz. I almost flashes. Like, flashes, I almost, but you've never seen consistency. And so the Lions, and nobody will go there. No no, no. wise head coach will say, I want to go to Detroit because the owners of the organization have a losing mentality and they're losers. And they've literally never won. So how are you ever going to convince a coach to go into a situation where they have a depleted roster um, and, at this point, not have a GM and also go to one of the worst ownerships in sports? Basically, this sounds like a job for Bill O'Brien when he gets fired from the Texans. (laughs) And you know what? That's probably what's going to end up happening is they'll hire Bill O'Brien to do both. Does he have a playoff win? He does. There so, you go. I mean, that's that's kind of where you lean on at that point until he trades, you know, Kenny Galladay for a chunk of change and I, a oh, sixth round pick. That was something I forgot to mention. I had a dream the other day. The Packers traded for Kenny Galladay. They traded like a second, a sixth, and two sevenths. <laughs> and I told you, and you broke down on the floor crying. <laughs> that probably would have happened if. if no, it was either a dream life. or it was like I was still half asleep in the morning, like making my coffee, and that went through my head. <laughs> But I, I got a good laugh out of that. That's funny. Oh, man. Could you yeah, imagine? I would, I would love that deal. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Galladay for a just, second, a oh, six, and two sevens. He, he's what I love the about only Galladay, thing that I'm excited about on the Lions. What, I love about, what about Marvin just, Jones? Marvin's what about my boy Carrion? I'm Okay, I'm excited about Carrion, but he can't stay healthy. He can't. As a Carrion Johnson owner in multiple healthy. leagues, he cannot stay healthy. And, and then I tried tragic. to tried to buy into Ty Johnson, and that did not. No, work that's not very well. Everybody did. Bo Scarborough, hey, for real though. You like, said that last year. The, but he was good last year. Yeah, he's right. the the combo of of if Carryon can stay healthy, the combo of him and Bo Scarborough is going to be really interesting. But Carryon's okay. not. They really have a, almost a. They almost have a running back platoon in that situation. <laughs> yeah, they just need. I wish they still had Theo Riddick. 
I was never a big theoretical guy. But like Carrion's not really a pass. He can pass catch, but he's not. You're right. They don't. They don't really have that kind of running back. I mean, my yeah. dream, if we're being completely honest here, is that the Lions draft Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, oh, number three that, overall like draft. No, 35, yeah. second round. If he's still there at 35, no, he will not be. He will not. The it, Kansas City Chiefs. It's will take my him. dream. Okay, I think he'll make it there. That combine boosted his stock. Yeah, he'll make. He'll be in the teens. I also really like um, AJ Dillon out of Boston College. If that, that's like a later round okay. pick, so I, I've seen him getting mocked to the Packers in a couple of mocks. yeah fourth or fifth round usually. Yeah. So if the Lions can end up with him, I would be ecstatic as well. But yeah. we'll see. What time are we at? Uh, one ten. That's one thirteen. That's time for us to wrap it up. <laughs> we uh, as much as I'd love to hear more about you. Sorry, I feel about like I, Lions, I ranted for a lot of that for a little hour, bit of time. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, we when still you lose got, your we, best defense, probably your second yeah. best player on the roster. When when the Packers trade Devontae Adams for a third round pick, yeah. we'll be doing that. That's true. But for now, Brian Gutekunst <laughs> is pretty good at his job. He hasn't done anything stupid yet. He let the right players go, except well, I, I let me take that back. He let <laughs> he let Danny Vitale go, and I'm not happy with yeah, that. Yeah, you. I was scre- I was like screaming. I'm in really pain. not because I'm I'm a big fullback boy. Yeah, I love that old school smash mouth football. I love that. So real quick, mm-hmm. the Packers have about 15 million left. Where do they spend it? Uh, I thought a lot of that was going to go to Ebron. That didn't work out. I think there are still some extensions. I'm cool with that. Give Kenny Clark and Aaron Jones extensions. That's where yeah, I think it goes. Save money move. for Kenny, or I want more because help for Kenny. We were talking about this the other day, uh, yeah. and Tom Silverstein had a, had an article out um, on JSN Online, and it was um, next year the Packers will have Bakhtiari, Lindsley, Kenny Clark, and Aaron Jones Ooh. all on the all all as free agents. Dude, Kenny's Ooh. gonna be that. Kenny has to be the highest paid. Nose tackle. It's going to yeah. be close. Well, I, I not necessarily. Just, I well, think just, Aaron Donald is technically a nose tackle and a defensive oh, okay, end. Yeah, yeah. So but, I don't think he's going to make that no, kind no, of no, money. No, thank but, you. But, but no, thank just you. based on the market, like he's going to be right up there with the I think Buck, he has to DeForest be. Buckner and all them. The Packers also cannot overpay for Aaron Jones. As we've seen in the past yeah. couple of years, overpaying for running backs does not work out. So honestly, if it comes to it, I'm fine with letting Jones if go. If you have to pick three of those four, what, what are the three oh. you pick? The offensive line in Kenny Clark. Yep. As much as I love Aaron Jones, okay. I bought his, or I got his jersey this year. This is the first jersey I've got since I was 13 years old. He is the least priority at this point. Okay. Now, for me, it's Corey which Lindsley. Which is wild. My, my friends are going to give me a lot of crap for that because Aaron Jones was the Packers' offense last year. At, I mean, when they used him correctly. Yeah. See, for but me, for me, it's running sorry, backs continue. are replaceable. And, and that's that's kind of just what recent history has yeah. shown us. I'm a big running back guy. Like fantasy football, I always take running, running backs back first. first. I think most because they're do. to me the best ones are the most valuable. But once you get past those first couple, they're all kind of dime a dozen. You guys, and we're seeing these guys that are big money really not live up to it. And then these undrafted guys are coming out and yeah. outperforming them. Did you see the updated list of uh, the top six running backs, highest paid? You want me to go through real oh quick? My, you're kidding me. I, I tweeted this out yesterday. This is from Tom Pelser. This list is disgusting. So number one is Zeke Elliott. Mm-hmm. Who has been worth it. Yeah. yeah. He had it down As here, a Zeke still, dynasty owner, yeah. I'm happy. I say Same. Zeke is still definitely worth it. Le'Veon Bell, number two. Just a bad if situation. If he wasn't on yeah. the Jets. Adam Gase is kind of holding him back. Yeah. So that well, one's kind of anymore. Yeah. He's not there. David Johnson, number three. Right. And 
They just traded for him. Austin Eckler, number four. I like Eckler a lot. And also, and that deal wasn't that bad. It no, was like 12, no, 13 yeah. million a year. Duke Johnson. No, six, according six? to Six? Oh, really? Yeah. Duke Johnson, number five. That one's bad. Wow. Yeah. And you're, uh, you, yeah. you won't be able to guess this one. Well, well, technically, isn't Todd Gurley up there now, too? Because he just signed. Oh, yeah. And Melvin so, Gordon would be up there as well. He didn't but put the, it on this list. This is because Correct. he got before, released. Be, before those were yeah. signed today. Correct. Okay, who was the next one? Giovanni Bernard. Ooh, Ooh. Who I did not know was still in the league. <laughs> That's rough. Holding Joe Mixon's helmet on the sideline. <laughs> I'm glad you said helmet. <laughs> oh, no. I was either going to say that or, well, like, lunch bag. Also, what helmet? No. So, I mean, so we're out of time. That, oh, that's our music. That's the cue. They're telling us to get off stage and stop talking. Guess what? Our next segment, <laughs> we will do exactly that. We're going to get out of here before we do too much more damage. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Sports debut. Oh, I haven't done one in a long time. Hit yeah. it. From the 105.7 FM, the Fan Sports Update Studios, I'm Bart Winkler. We go to Russian Super League where Tempsum's Revda is currently leading at halftime over Samara. Semtums Refa, a two-and-a-half-point underdog coming into this game. We'll keep you posted throughout the day. In the Russia Super League 2W, Shanty W with a nine-point lead, 8-12 to go in the third quarter. Over in Turkey, the basketball league continues. It is Duse Blid against Anadu Basket. 21-20, that game in the second quarter. A lot of <laughs> soccer today. FC Volga, Ulan Ozevicic against FC Saturn Ramoski. That will go on a little bit later today. FC Zazevda Perm leads Metallurg Leipzig at halftime. This update brought to you by the global crisis that is coronavirus. Coronavirus got you down. Stay in your home and never leave. Coronavirus. Com. I'm Bart Winkler from the Sports Update Studio. Read more online, 1057fmthefan.com slash coronavirus for all the news updates and cancellations in the Milwaukee area. Next on Chuck and Winkler, we have absolutely no idea. We planned a three-hour show today. Nine o'clock is wide open. We truly don't know Please call us. what we are going to talk about. Please call us. You can talk about anything. You can talk about anything. Pick a lane. Anything going on in your life. 414-799-1250. It's Chuck and Winkler. We're served up by Perkins. More next. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Thank you, Bart, for that. We really appreciate the update. Um, You did miss, well, a lot. A free agency, yeah. You did talk a lot about, I don't know if that was Russian soccer or Turkish, Turkish soccer or whatever, but you did a great job, Bart. Welcome back to being a producer. You did miss some breaking news on the fan brought to you, or uh, powered by radio.com and brought to you by Five Hour Energy, now with two sh- uh, flavors. It's like Hawaiian and something else. Emmanuel Sanders signs with the New Orleans Saints. Wow. That sucks. Because now that offense is even better somehow. Well, they finally got a number. They've never had a number two receiver with Thomas. That's really bad news. And it just kind of flows into this next thing. We have some terrible news. Breaking news on the fan radio.com. <laughs> I'm going to go cry real quick. Singing Dick will no longer be appearing on this show. 
because of this. You are listening to Chuck and Winkler on the fan. That's the name of our team, and they will win with an effort supreme because they broadcast the professional way, and that's why we from Chuck and Just like Corona get me now. Chuck, uh, singing dick, you got to perform right away because people, you're not as big of a hit as you were two months ago. Really? Yeah. I'm not? No. Anyway, I, I really All don't. right, jeez. Jesus. Singing dick swore. Um, yeah, but, wait, but why'd you tell him that? That's why'd it. You, why'd... That's the band. Yeah, we're done. Oh, in fact, the phone's going to ring. Bro, bro, bro. Phone calls are cut wait, off. Why did I do what? We got on. Why, did you, uh, why did you say he was Jesus. not as big of a hit? People like him still. Who? Nobody likes him, Chuck. Nobody does? I've heard more anti-singing dick. Well, because singing on the radio sucks. Not if you do it well. Chuck, music stations, it's all people singing on the radio. Well, people who could sing, professionals, oh. singing with music. Horvath can sing. You know? He sings all the time. No, he no, well, he shouldn't be singing. Well, what can I say about singing dick that hasn't already been said about Afghanistan, all right? <laughs> all right, Sam, get it ready. I'm ready. Okay, play it. Oh, Go. now? Mm-hmm. Go. <sighs> dick. <sighs> Richard. Rick. Ricky. Dick. Dick, 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 dick. You know that Gary Ellison drop? Have you heard that one? <laughs> yeah. I've played that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Dick. What we had was special. S- singing dick, swinging dick. S- slinging dick. What we had <laughs> was special. <laughs> you gave us some great songs. I know how to wash my hands for 20 seconds now. A true by dynasty. By playing your Chuck and Bart song in my head twice. You covered money. <laughs> You covered House of the Rising Sun. You've made the last couple months enjoyable. We gave you a chance after your first snafu swearing on air. We said, okay, he's done the punishment. He's deserved his time. It's time to bring him back. Three strikes are out, bud. And you betrayed us. Why did you have to do it? You're actually crying. I can force myself to cry. Really impressive, actually. Fool, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Oh, dick, dick. This is the last time we're gonna hear from you. We love you. We loved you. We love you so you much. You were a brother to us. You were our entertainment. You were our reason that we woke up in the morning. You were almost as good as Rick and Oshkosh. Almost. So close. You were the Jesus to Rick and Oshkosh's God. And And now, now, just like that, taken from us far too soon. I hope they remember you. Dick, hopefully our paths cross again. (laughs) Like when you call in in two weeks and ask to get on and we say absolutely not because you've sworn on air multiple times. But it'll be nice to hear from you again. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have you sing another song for us on phone but not on air because we'll you're not going to go on air what do you say one last ride what do you say and if we don't we'll hear you sing in heaven (laughs) and dick is gone but not gone are the innuendos which is coming up next with the blue chew bracket dan do you want to introduce this one 
Yeah, sure. Um, so today we are talking about the seating for uh, this upcoming bracket. We're coming at you. Actually, we haven't said it yet. On Friday night, our last podcast was yeah. on Monday night, so we've done tw- two they're, in the same week. But you know, they're all over the place. They're all over the place. We at least we get them done almost Life's once busy. a week. Yeah, and crazy at at this time, but not Life's as crazy like as the, uh, oh my gosh, like the spring breakers. Like a beach. Yeah. A beach. B-E-A-C-H. Nice. Yeah, we actually have a clip from that, too, that just missed the cut for mm-hmm. the top three of the week. Um, but this cut specifically, that, really good that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Basically, here, I'll give you a quick a quick thing. Uh, Gary said that he would beat the ass of uh, his daughter. Of his daughter, right. If she was stupid enough to go to Florida for spring break. Oh, wow, that was loud. Um, if, if she was stupid enough to go to Florida... For the giant spring break parties in the middle of a pandemic, because you know that's just genius. Um, anyway, so this clip is Leroy and um, and Billy, and um, they're talking about the seating of the tournament and who's going to get it. If there are people that are going to be upset, and oddly, just like many times on this episode of the podcast, it got sexual. I wonder how many people, when they see the brackets come out, are going to be offended by where they were seated. Do you think we're going to get some some beef on social media from people that aren't in the building anymore well, about seatings? Well, here's the deal. I think we call Bart Winkler at the end of the program <laughs> and just let him down easy and tell him he was a five seed because oh, at some point he's going to at some point face. he's going to be very very frustrated. <laughs> And sad and, and thinking that we're out we're out to get him. No, Bart, it's just no, how it shook think out, that man. Right away. A lot of that what went into seedings was when they did the poll question the other day asking about who should be the one seeds. We took that into account of what the fans were asking for yeah. for one seeds. That kind of is how one seed shook out based on how people responded uh, to that Twitter question the other day. I was surprised there wasn't more love for Bart. There was a lot of love for one Chuck Freeman, though, Ellie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ellie. Oh, I, yeah. Chuck Freeman got up Green, bunch. Greendale all over right. the place. Yep. Yes. Freems feels like yeah. he's going to be Freem. locked in for one of those spots. It's 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 a wild one. now. But, but, but listen, you know, and I'm a, I'm a guy about longevity. Sure. Freem's been here longer. Long time. Well, and he also time. represents Blue Chew. I mean, and that lasts a long time, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's more than yeah. four hours, you're supposed to go consult medical attention. Now, maybe not right. today because medical attention can be, you know, short in in certain spurts. But I, right. they're, they're they have bigger things to, to worry about than well, sure maybe do, maybe yeah. not bigger. But there's yeah. there's an ultimate pecking order that you're going to have to pecking. go on through all of this. And yeah. and while some people are going to be frustrated, I think some people are going to be surprised. Billy is a very smart person, and he just continued to have um, jokes of male genitalia jump into his head, pop into his head, and um, they just kept coming out of his mouth. And it was very funny when I was, you know, producing in the booth. and I would laugh as well. Yeah, I was, I was doing a pretty big laugh. And then I went out and said, good job, dude. And he was like, I'm so glad you caught that. And we had a little moment. So it was very nice. Now, the next one, Sam. Oh, this is a moment. Uh, there's no innuendo here. <laughs> yeah. It's just flat out facts. It's just Chuck. No, it's not facts. It is facts. No, it is not. Look. It is Chuck. If we it is get... a fact, though. Tell me. We'll talk about it after the clip. Okay. This is going to get contentious. Sam? Look, if there's some advice that we can give to everybody listening, do not get Chuck started on broads. <laughs> Just don't. He's a player. I was like, playing softball okay, and playing broads. Here's the thing. They started talking about friends 
And to be honest, I didn't think that they would talk about Friends for this long. I mean, before this clip, it was a couple minutes going on and on. But, hey, this is what happens when Chuck's at home doing a show from home and all of a sudden you get him... You get talking about Jennifer Aniston. If yeah. Jennifer Aniston had got a she boob didn't need job, to. she'd be off the charts. Jennifer Aniston? If she got a boob job, she'd be off the charts. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at bikini pictures of Jennifer Aniston right now. Okay. Google. See, when I work from home, you can do these things. Yeah, this is why I'm glad you're at home today. Yeah. I, are yes. your pants on, I hope? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, to, what are you doing <laughs> during <laughs> these commercial breaks, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> Reams. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. good, at least for now. Okay. Channel 2 might be a different story. Yeah, let us know if you need two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck and Winkler, than that. served up by Perkins, not with Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> served up by Perkins, more on free agency, what it does to the odds of all these different teams. All right, listen. Frames. Chuck is wrong. <laughs> no, he's not. Jennifer Aniston... She is... She's still... She's like stunning. 65 years old. She's not that old. She's, she's like, like 50, but... She's still perfect. She is very near perfect, but I, I would have to agree with Chuck that if she had some implants, it no. would be... 51. Listen. I said 51. I apologize. Mom, turn okay. this off right now. Mom's it, not you're not gonna. No, she does. She actually listens to does this. Does she really? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, you're not going to want to hear what's Did coming you, next. Okay, but you didn't see the picture. Somebody posted a picture of what Jennifer Aniston would look like with a boob job. And it was listen. I'm, amazing. I'm not a fan of fake boobs. I do not like fake boobs. I'm not a big fake boobs person either. But there's a way you can, like, I mean, I guess she has enough money for it. But yeah, she's fine. She does not need them. She's legitimately <sighs> fine. But this is not the first time. Okay, mom. I guess I actually didn't go as bad as I thought I was going to go to there. But this is not the first time that Chuck has done something like this. Like the uh, no. the Mariah Carey from right around Christmas, where he was like, "Yeah, Mariah Carey. I'd love to see her naked." Just so blatant. Yeah, just, that was this, so funny. This no, is like seven in the morning. I'm still waking up. <laughs> no hesitation. I like there are only a couple times that I've been like pushed against the wall, floored, but also laughing in the studio. <laughs> That's one of them. The other is when the Roy so when the Roy said that you could find Jimmy Garoppolo on you porn. <laughs> that just because that gold. one caught me so off guard. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> But it came out of nowhere. I've never heard that. <laughs> we'll we'll find the clip after that or after this. Oh man! But basically, Chuck, you're you're not you're not right. I'm sorry. I'm probably alone in this. Jennifer Aniston is perfect the way it is. Perfectly proportionate. She is a goddess. Uh, Dan, do you want to say? I was trying to think of a segue for the, the last clip from that, and I couldn't do it. You got it. So Jennifer Aniston's got long hair. So does Clay Matthews, oh, and um, and Billy, and Billy, and so uh, Billy got a little salty at Clay Matthews, but also because Leroy and Billy were arguing whether or not Clay Matthews has a shot at being a Hall of Famer, which he doesn't. No, no. But Leroy says he does, and so then Leroy said that Billy's just jealous, <laughs> and uh, this sexual thing. I mean, it's sexual. That's been the theme of the show. This comes. Clay Matthews, you you want me to keep going down here? Six, yeah. six Pro Bowls. Okay, and one all six Pro, Pro Bowls and one All Pro, not a Hall of Famer. But he ain't got the hundred sacks yet, uh, Bill. Yeah, even with a hundred sacks, he's not gonna be all. You just mad because he got better hair than you. Let it go. No, I stole something from him. I stole the hair flip from him. I, I'm a big fan he of Clay Matthews. He should have that. Yeah, Although just I, like you should have patented the leap. I think yeah. that uh, made Troy a bunch Paul, of money off. I of think it. Troy Polamalu was the first one though to really throw it back slow. I think. Mm-mm. Don't say no. that, Leroy. No chance. I think Troy was. 
Leroy, don't say that. Well, because his hair is too yeah, curly. Don't speak, don't speak like that. No, nah, before but, he throw his, put his helmet on, he used to throw his hair back and shake back. it. And the girls no, used to love no, it. No, no, don't, no, no, don't no, talk don't like, like that, that about me. Clay Pollard was hair. the first one when it was all okay. wet. Okay. Like he sprayed uh -oh. like uh -oh. a spray all over his worse. face. Now it's getting worse. He sprayed all over his face. Steve, you got something. Steve, break some news, Steve. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with TikTok, but it's a pretty common trend right now. Like the, one of the most famous TikToks that I've seen based on the throwing it back thing. Like it's a guy at Yankee Stadium. He gets a a home run ball from the opposing team and they all mm -hmm. tell him, throw it back, throw it back. And he's like, I don't know. I've never done it before. And they say, throw it back. So then he's like, okay, he drops the ball and starts twerking. <laughs> That's the first what? thing. <laughs> Like he throws oh, it back. New he York. throws it back. Uh, no, this isn't a real thing. Back. This is a joke. Like uh, oh, okay. you're what? at a like, like if uh, it's just like a okay. posing a situation. I this is real. I no, no, no. It's like you're. But I'm a dumbass. So okay, <laughs> the, we'll get to that. <laughs> what? I don't know. Listen, I'm at this point. I'm a dumbass. Uh, We've. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. It's been a long couple of weeks. It's been a long I podcast. say that that that's probably my broadcast crutch. As I call Bill every day when he gets in, he's like. Kind of just a wild morning, kind of a wild night, wild day. Mine is just, you know, it's been a long day. Yeah. But days are long. Days are tough. And sometimes it's hard to just not seem like a dumbass. And at this episode, this episode, I've seemed like a dumbass a lot. And I'm kind of used to it. You know, I'm kind of a dumbass. But I guess our overarching theme, like we said, just don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dumbass, Milwaukee. Just don't. Come on. Don't. What do they say in Canada? suit. All right. Time oh, for us to go. For some reason, I activated my Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> is it time for us to go? No, don't call my dad. <laughs> Mine is on, too. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Literally all of our series are activated all right, at the our, same our time. Our series are acting like dumbasses, <laughs> which means it's time for us to go. Have a good one. Sure. Sure. Bye. Sure. 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 Sure.